Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And today we're going to review the film Missing, a Netflix original film. And this film stars Storm Reed as June, Nia Long as Grace, Ken Leung as Kevin, Megan Suri as Vina, uh, I think that's Joaquim <laughs> as Javier, <laughs> Daniel Henney as Agent Park. Um, Amy Lindecker as Heather and Lauren Mosley as I'm going to call her Bunny Cakes because <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, alias name or her email name in this film. Right. Um, <laughs> but this film was about when her mother disappears while on vacation in Colombia with her new boyfriend. June's search for answers is hindered by an international red tape. Stuck thousands of miles away in Los Angeles, June creatively uses all the latest technology at her fingertips to try and find her before it's too late. However, as she digs ever deeper, her digital sleuthing soon raises more questions than answers. So what did you get from the film Missing? Yeah, so I'm going to, so from the commercial or the trailer, I did not think I was going to like this at all. <laughs> I was like, if they're really going to take this movie and film it from an iPhone for two hours, I'm not about it. I I, I don't want to see that. <laughs> but when I started watching it, I was like, this is very creative. The angle work, the, the storyline, twists and turns. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. Yeah, I agree. I actually did not see any trailers or anything. I've just kind of been out of the loop um, for a while, but (laughs) um, you mentioned this and I just, you know, started watching it and I really did enjoy this. I mean, it's a thriller all the way through and how they film it, like you said, is very interesting. I mean, you see most of the movie through uh, Mac Mm -hmm. um, computer camera. Yep. FaceTime camera. Um, also makes you think can you really use the technology like that <laughs> i kid you know i tried i look i was trying to do the like the the live camera around the world thing i couldn't figure it out but i'm i'm, I'm gonna figure it out so it's actually there there are websites but none of the links i clicked were working but um <laughs> apparently you can just kind of look up live cameras in random places what about the google search thing I forget how she used it. So she logged into um, somebody's account and then I guess looked up locations maybe. Oh yeah. 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 That definitely, that definitely, I know um, you can do look at location history uh, if certain settings are checked. Um, but they were kind of playing fast and loose with some technology rules that I kind of noticed, like, 
okay, the Google location thing only works if they would have had an Android. Because if you have an iPhone, you wouldn't be sharing your live location with Google. Um, I think by default. So I think they were having it both ways there. Because um, they had iPhones where they had iMessage um, where they read and delivered and read kind of matter to the story in this one. The same thing with the FaceTime camera and things like that. Um, if they use Find My iPhone, they can do some things differently. But I guess for the story, at some points it was easier to use WhatsApp or Google than it was to use um, Apple services. And it wasn't strictly like an Apple commercial, which I, it, at one point it did feel like. <laughs> It felt like a really long Apple commercial, um, you know, sitting there looking at that Mac screen for so long. I learned some stuff. I was like, I didn't know I could do that on my computer. Look at that. The sticky you, note speech. I was like, oh. Wow. You have a Mac computer? I do. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Actually, I remember you do. You did show me that. Never mind. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I sold the iPad. Okay. Yeah. Um, all those sticky notes. I mean. Now, you can't do that with the phone, right? Um, I Not the way I think that she did it. But you could use your note app. Yeah. Yeah, I use that all the time. The yeah. notes app. But I don't have a Mac computer. Yeah, I like it. Um, honestly, the main benefit, I think, is just being connected to your phone. <laughs> so seeing text messages and emails comes a little quicker and things like that. Yeah, I see people in class all the time sitting there typing, but they're actually right. just sending a message. They're not. <laughs> yeah. Right. I see that all the time. But um, yeah, I mean, this one was pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, the edge of my seat all the way through. Um, I mean, some things are convenient, but uh, it's a really interesting take. Kind of reminds Most me definitely. of like, uh, I think it's called The Call or something with Holly Berry. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, similar. Yeah, yeah. Pretty similar. Um, it's like The Call. It also reminded me of that movie with um, working in Zoe Kravitz. Oh, um, Kimmy. Oh, yeah. That's another Kimmy. one. Kimmy. Right. It reminded me of Kimmy. This is a better you know, version of that. From the phone or from the computer. I think this is a better version of that. I agree. Kimmy wasn't great. Because I thought Kimmy was highly convenient, and the guys ah. that, that were after her were so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Some of us things. Yeah. Um, but this one, um, they do a lot of investigating. I mean, you're looking at the screen, or I guess looking at a computer screen throughout most of the film. Yeah. Um, you're really just seeing a reflection. It's an interesting take. Yeah, learning through the reflection of the camera, through FaceTime calls, voicemails, text messages. It was interesting to follow it this way. Yeah. Um, but this is what our world is, you know, full of technology. And they right. use that this is to how advantage. It would look, this is how it looks to us. Yeah. Doing all this stuff. And it makes you wonder, like, there is a camera staring back at you 24-7. I guess what it, does it see? If it could talk for a day, 
what stories would it tell? <laughs> I guess it sees your whole life. I mean, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like always recording. Is there like a, I guess, a live cam of people looking at their phone? I mean, there that they Apple have has. Been, they say there has been like hacks and stuff with phones and people, some of people's fears of that. I mean, people still put tape over their phones sometimes or their camera <laughs> or their tablets. Now, Apple and folks, they say don't do that because it messes up the camera or the facial recognition and whatnot, but people are scared. Um, well, if they're scared, I guess they should go back to flip phones or phones from like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Those are actually pretty durable. Oh, yeah. I mean, they last forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that this one was really interesting. Bags. Yeah, it was. It was very interesting. Um, and, and honestly, it, the story has so many turns and stuff. I could not tell you the way it was told in the order that it was told. Um, <laughs> that's just impossible because there was so much that was like, oh, that, oh, oh, okay. That was that guy. And that happened. Um, but I mean, you think you're following this daughter who hates her mom for no reason, a uh, Mr. Father who she thinks is dead. And oh, spoiler, missing on vacation. Um, what's <laughs> well, the who she thinks is dead? Um, I that, you could think they're dead, maybe dead. Um, and you know, they go missing, and she turns to um, a hire for help website. You know, someone who typically you know does grocery shopping or electrician work, but you know, in Columbia or work, right? Right. Um, and just says, Hey, I need you to help me find my mom. Go to these places, do these things. The FBI is being slow. Um, it all surprisingly felt realistic. Yeah. Um, but from the perspective of the guy that was doing the task or all the tasks, mm-hmm. I definitely would have quit. I mean, <clears throat> Maybe he doesn't have the understanding of what the U.S. dollar is, but eight dollars an hour for all that work. <laughs> I mean, he was he was hustling. He was doing a lot, um, and I was nervous watching her bank decline, her little <laughs> all her emergency funds. I was like, "Ooh, he riding it then? Who's paying the light bill? How oh, yes. long? Because it's not really clear how long this goes on. It feels like maybe two or three weeks. Yeah, it's been a while because I think her mother is gone with the boyfriend for at least about a week mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. you know, they see that she's missing. Um, and she was down to like maybe $60 whenever she hired him. Cause she spent all this money on partying with her friend and then invited people over right. to her house. So um, I think that money ran out a long time ago yeah. and they just forgot to talk about it in the movie. Yeah, um, it was um, declining quick. Because really, the guy turned into her personal assistant. This is no yeah, longer he just started doing some stuff for free as well. Yeah, at that point, I'm done. And then why? Why does he have like a bad rating? Whenever oh, she I looked didn't him up, to do his rating. So 
you know, when she's looking for somebody on TaskRabbit, the Colombian version, mm -hmm. um, she sees the guy at the top. He's like $48 an hour, um, five right. stars, all these good ratings. And then she narrows down the price down to like between like zero to 10. And right. then he shows up and he has like 2.8 stars. I'm like, why is this rating so low? <laughs> True. He did a great job for her. He did too much. And yeah, then, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that she was the nicest the whole time. No. She got disrespectful <laughs> at one point. Yeah. Um, but I guess uh, I, I think it was because she reminded him of his son. But uh, mm -hmm. that's not going to make me stick around for that long. I'm good. <laughs> Might end up getting me murdered. You know, this one. <laughs> Looking for this woman, your mother. Right. Hey, you better call the police. Man, I'm an electrician. <laughs> you know, handyman, plumbing. Yeah. Um, for $8 an hour? Nah, th that price is going up. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, pretty much the story starts off with, you know, um, you mentioned it before about her mother, um, which is Nia Long. Um, you know, she loves her her daughter, you know, dearly. She calls it June bug all the time, but June, she hates it. Um, and for some reason, she didn't think that that would be a password name. I, like from the beginning, I was like, that's the password right there. Why didn't you think of that? I mean, she right. calls you that all the time. But um, yeah, uh, Nia Long goes on a trip with um, her new boyfriend, Kevin. And uh, in that time, June, she parties up. She uh, throws a big party at her house. I guess multiple parties. Um, mm -hmm. You know, she's 18, so I guess she can do whatever she wants. But I don't think she has a job. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, they're sending messages, or at least Kevin is sending messages while they're on the trip, showing them pictures and everything. Uh, but not exactly showing the face of her mother. Um, and I guess just looking at it from the first viewing, you don't really get an indication of that might not be her in those pictures, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, we get a kind of a play by play with all the things that are going on while they were in Colombia. But, um, June, she loses track of time and she gets a reminder that it's time to pick, pick them up from the airport. So, um, the house is still dirty, but she hires somebody to um, clean up the house while she's going to go pick them up. And she's at the airport. You know, she's waiting and waiting and they never show up. And then she reports that, you know, they're missing. And she also calls the hotel that they booked. Um, but the person or they don't speak English. So somehow um, she's able to. I guess uh, understand the Spanish enough to spell it and Google Translate, and um, yeah, that was a lot. Of, that was a lot of convenience that she's able to translate that. And there are better ways to translate on the fly apps and things, um, but I was surprised that it actually worked for her. Yeah, to be able to type it in, 
that's extremely hard. Right. <laughs> um, but of course, you know, she's not supposed to know any Spanish. She she doesn't understand any Spanish. Um, but she's able to speak to the man and try to get some information. And um, he tells her that, you know, the cameras, they do record everything, but they overwrite at a certain time. I think maybe within 48 hours. So mm -hmm. she tries to get the police to get there in time so they can get the footage to see where they went last. Um, but the police are moving too slow for her. So she hires somebody in uh, the task rabbit form in, of uh, Columbia. And her friend, I guess, is really useful. Um, Vina, her best friend, because mm -hmm. she tells her about that. She tells her about the live cams. Um and then, uh, you know, that's where she meets the uh, uh, her new personal assistant, Javier. Um, and at first, you know, he doesn't really want to help her with this this task because, you know, he's like, that's not what I do. I can mm -hmm. fix your sink or go to the grocery store or something. But <laughs> trying to find a missing person. Yeah, I'm not about that. And, um, you know, he agrees. And she sends him on a wild goose chase to find these things and get receipts and, um, you know, just a lot of different things to kind of track where they last went. Um, sure. And the FBI is also working in the background trying to uh, find her, find Nia Long. Um, and in the process, uh, Heather is a friend of her mother and she's also a lawyer. So she's been kind of checking in with June at this point, but um, she's telling her to just, you know, relax, um, just wait for the police to take care of this. Um, but June, you know, she just can't stand by. So she's trying to do all these things herself. Um, so she does a lot of investigating, trying to get into Kevin's account, um, look at his background. And she finds out that, he went to prison for was it three years? Um, yeah, it so, wasn't too long. Yeah, he was conning people or conning women out of their money. And that's actually happened in real life. I mean, I think they've made documentaries about it. You know, um, mm. people, uh, men or women just asking for a little bit of money. Hey, I need this like $10. Um, you know, I'm missing my card or something. Can you just give me $10? Like they start off with a small amount and then it just becomes like bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I think that's what he was doing. Um, but he went by many different names throughout this time and ended up going to prison for three years. Um, but um, she's trying to log into his accounts so she can see, you know, where he spent money, where they last saw him for the location. And I mean, this movie goes a lot of different places. <laughs> she does a lot of research, um, getting on the live cams, um, looking up more information about Kevin and seeing that, you know, he was a con man where he came from looking at how her mother met Kevin and it seemed like he was pretty sincere in the um, 
dating app that they used. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they were still kind of skeptical about him. Uh, but then she comes across an email from this woman who looks, I mean, when you take a look at her face, she doesn't look exactly like Nia Long. But no. if you if you just dress her up and don't look at her face, then they, they kind of have the same kind of shape. And she goes by bunny cakes. <laughs> and in the email, he says, great, you look perfect. Um, I'll call you tonight. And there's really no context to that email. But then she looks up bunny cakes. She sees that, you know, she's a bartender. But also in her profile, in her Instagram profile, it says bartender by day, actor by night. Or maybe it's the opposite. But um, she realizes that, you know, she's an actual actor. So she kind of looks up where the last time that the, uh, I guess the route that Kevin took to get to the airport and mm-hmm. see what happened. And she also looks back at the messages that were sent to her by him. Now, I'm really not sure why he was sending messages and not her mother. Like, mm-hmm. why Why was that happening? <laughs> I don't get that. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, she, you know, got all those messages and looked back at him like, wait a minute all these pictures don't really show my mother. Like, I mean, they like there's a woman in these pictures, but they don't show her face. And she looks back at the, um, this one picture that's a live photo and then presses it. And it's actually bunny cakes in the picture dressed up as her mother. And then that's when everything really starts to click or maybe half of the things. (laughs) um but um that's when it sets off the fbi after she sends in this information and they start looking for bunny cakes and kevin um and first they find bunny cakes i guess she was on a plane to come back to um america uh there was also kind of like a dead end type of thing that happened where she saw on or the FBI saw on camera that they got kidnapped. Now this is before they knew that bunny cakes was actually the one who was with Kevin, but um, it was all a setup. It was all for acting and um, bunny cakes. Her explanation in this whole thing is I thought he was a man with a great vision. Like this is one of the best. Um, this is going to be one of the best movies ever. Like, what? Why would you believe that? What kind of production crew does he have? Like, they, I, I don't yeah, get what she was thinking. His iPhone. <laughs> so, should have known it was kind of sketchy. How did, how was she so naive? I, I don't get it. To dress up like somebody else, get in a car. So, I guess, I don't think she ever saw um, Nia Long. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, do all of that. Go to Colombia, have a fake proposal scene, then get kidnapped, 
and then come back to America. Yeah. I I don't get her logic. But I think she got off. I don't think she got arrested. No, I don't think not not coming up on top of my head. Cuz I know she did an interview. Yeah, but... I think once they, once she did the interview, told the world she thought it was fake, she was acting. I don't think she was arrested. I think she was let off the hook because she said she thought it was strange but not cruel. Yeah, that's not going to work in real life. Mm. <laughs> you impersonated somebody. Um, but yeah, um, after this, they, they're able to track down Kevin, the FBI. And um, I guess he... Um, actually, I'm not sure what he was thinking, but I guess he had a gun on him. And he pulled it out and they shot him and he ends up dead in Colombia. Um, and I think I kind of skipped a part because a lot of this, there's a lot of things that happen. There's a, lot, a lot of, of you see things through the camera lenses that don't make sense until much later. The paid off at the end or in small comments. So it's, it's yeah, I was thinking it'd be hard to retell the story with what information we had at that time in the story yeah um there's a lot of different twists and turns um so uh i think there's like this app that um june is able to download that's supposed to be like very secure to look up or to speak with people online and I think she uses Kevin's login to get it. And she's also speaking with um, just some random person saying, you know, we need to meet or um, I lost your phone number. Can you give it to me? And she ends up copying and pasting that number into one of the notes on her MacBook. And she realizes that this is Heather, which is the lawyer who's the friend of her mother. <laughs> and that's when you're thinking, oh, wait a minute. She's on Kevin's side. But nope, uh, she was just trying to, um, I think, cover up or help with her mother, try to protect her. Because uh, we find out some information later on that her mother actually had a different name before um but it's been a sealed document and this whole time mm-hmm. um the fbi they thought that they were looking for grace allen i think that's maybe the name but um they're like oh who's this mystery woman um and now they're looking at her as maybe a possible suspect in her own disappearance uh they go through that whole process but um, as soon as she's trying to go talk to or June, she's going to go talk to Heather. She approaches her office, goes in there. You know, it's really dark. It's, you know, nighttime. But um, she's looking around. And um, the, I mean, the scene is kind of. Is meant to be a little scary. Uh, but she ends up finding her 
at her desk dead so (laughs) somebody came in and killed her um so she was just collateral and um, And we when we have an idea of who that was we also don't know for sure yeah um i'm thinking i guess to fast forward i'm thinking it's her father who did it june june's father because kevin he was still in columbia so he couldn't have done it he died in columbia yeah yeah, it was we. That's I. I didn't realize we never really figured out, or they never went back. Um, I guess we don't see charges at the end, or what's filed, but we never find out who exactly did it. But I think, yeah, I think you're right. It was definitely the father. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, she ends up dying. Um, Kevin, he ends up dying, and then. That same app that she was trying to communicate to the random person on there, um, she ends up getting logged out of that. And somebody that she had talked to before about Kevin, who <clears throat> was talking to her about how he was, you know, becoming more clean. It was almost like a, I guess like a, a a rehab place for somebody like him mm-hmm. and he was you know on the right path that same person calls her and then also comes up to the door and she's like oh what are you doing here um which is i mean really creepy and like what what are you doing um but then he got uncovers it himself and it's her father who she thought was dead and you know she really misses him and she's torn. In shock, yeah, she's shocked. She's torn on whether she should open the door for him. She hadn't seen him in years. And now he just right. all of a sudden comes up out of nowhere. And before he was calling himself Jimmy. Um, but, you know, it's we very surprising that he see, comes up out of nowhere. Right. And we don't see the Jimmy part. We just see it in her phone. Um so we don't know how many interactions she's had with him, which is interesting. Not really plot relevant, but interesting. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, but she hasn't seen him in you know a long time since she was little. Um, she thought that he died. That's what her mother told her. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> after she opens the door for him, you know, he's still trying to be really careful talking to her. Um, but eventually, as she's trying to figure out things, he grabs her and takes her. It's when the phone rings. Okay, yeah, the phone rings. Yeah, because they're just talking. He's kind of weirded out, kind of excited and shocked. But he's giving really weird vibes. And, you know, he's talking fast. And he's like, you know, you're in danger. Your mother's are lying to you. It did at first kind of feel like, like, what does all this mean? Is the mom the bad guy? For a second, I was convinced. But when the phone rings, and she looks at it, and he looks at it, and he runs, okay, <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> yeah, a really bad guy. Um, and her computer is on this whole time, of course. I mean, that's how we're seeing all of this. Um, and her phone also gets left. Uh, mm-hmm. And one thing I didn't mention before is she got this... Um, watch that could video record right a guy left it at the party um and she was able to take it 
and use it for herself. And this particular watch is not an Apple watch. Um, <laughs> it is some kind of other random Android watch, but has a camera on it. Yes. Um, and I don't think Apple watches have cameras on it. Not like a no, video Apple recording. watches don't have cameras. You can buy, I guess, a band that somehow connects via Bluetooth somehow, and it can record, but um, it doesn't make sense to have a camera on your phone because the angle would be awful. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, he kidnaps her. Um, And we get get to see the history of what really happened between um, her father and her mother. Right. So, there, so there is a scene at the beginning of the film where, you know, she's just playing around with her father in this little um, house and we're seeing it through this camera and he just starts bleeding from his nose and they're like, oh, you know, just go in the back, you know, we'll get cleaned up. And then they kind of just start arguing and we see that he's been abusive. He's been an alcoholic. Um, and that sugar. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Nia Long, she's just sick of it. So she takes her daughter and calls the police on him, and he's completely shocked about it. So he's like, If you think she's gonna, or if you think you're gonna take her away from me, that's the last thing you ever do. You'll die in a puddle of your own blood. He got uh, real violent, real dark. Yeah. Um, because he, you know, was kind of chill at first, but then at that point, he just had it. <laughs> well, huh. um, but he ends up getting uh, 10 years in prison. Um, but Nia Long, she told her um, her daughter that he had died. Um, mm-hmm. And she also has to change her whole identity. Um, right. Witness protection. Yeah, witness protection. She has to move away from all the family. Um, you know, there's all these messages about, you know, we're going to miss you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, reach out if you need anything, all that stuff. And, and it's interesting because you hear some of the messages in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, she just left for some reason. But you're finding out that, no, she had to. Yeah, she had to. So he wouldn't be, be able to find them. Because I guess she knew that he was really crazy. (laughs) But um, also another reason why uh, her father came to the door was because she actually found out where her mother was because he Mm -hmm. was holding her hostage. Um, And she realizes it's the same place where she last saw her father in that vacation house, which is in the middle of nowhere. Right. For some reason, it gave me a little bit of flashback to Big Mama's house with Nia Long um, <laughs> with that money in that closet. That? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, they just brought me back. They were like, oh, it's Big Mama's house. Yeah, comedy. <laughs> it's a serious moment. She's got kidnapped. <laughs> I love flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he drags her daughter, his daughter, into the room, um, alone. But then, um, 
he gets Nia Long from, I don't know if it's someplace that's outside, maybe it's like a shed or something, mm-hmm. and tells her to get up and then, you know, throws in the room with June. Um, you know, they kind of catch up a little bit, but they're trying to get out at the same time. Um, but June, she doesn't have her phone. So right. she's and we're just... watching this through security camera footage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she still has the watch on her. Uh, and the father, I guess he's going to get another weapon or something so he can kill the mother because he's sick of her and he doesn't want to hear from her again. Um, but I'm sure he didn't really think this through or at least the ending. Oh, he's getting a little sloppy. <laughs> and to say he was such a criminal mastermind to this point. Yeah. I mean, to hire Kevin, somebody that he met, I guess, while he was in prison. Um, to seduce his ex-wife and then get this whole plan to, I guess, replace her before she even goes off to Columbia with him. Right. <laughs> he, Very I guess... elaborate for him to just be a really average criminal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was an abusive alcoholic who came up with this plan. <laughs> uh, it's like when you actually meet the real person, he's like, oh, he's <laughs> not really that tough. Right. Not tough at all. <laughs> he's just a guy. How did he even come up with this plan? Did he come up yeah. with this plan? Was it, it Kevin? Was they seemed to wrap the movie up. Because <laughs> uh, he was pretty stupid in the end. Um, I mean, he had a gun, but that's the only thing that made him dangerous. Um, but he ends up shooting Nia Long. Um, looks like she's about to bleed to death, but um, June is able to, you know, um, you know, fight her way back. Uh, we're, we're thinking that Nia Long is dead at this point, or at least bleeding out. But yeah. he's tussling with June. And then she stabs him in the neck. He tries to go back to his oh. computer and try to call 911. But it's too late for him. And that's the end. He ends up dying. Yeah, like an idiot. Get those famous words. Hey, Siri, call 911. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and funny enough. <laughs> My phone hurt me. Oh, never will. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, the thing is, it, it wasn't even nine one one. It was like someone in my contacts I haven't talked to in years. Oh, even worse. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So actually, at the beginning of this film, I think it was June who was watching some kind of series that Netflix is. It's almost like a like breaking the fourth wall. Yes, like a, a Netflix series being inside of a Netflix movie. I think it's like a it's called unfiction. Right, right, right. This and I was actually watching a documentary recently about people's fascination with true crime and how it's all popular now. And someone said, well it kind of always was popular, but just like most other things today, it's just easier to access now. So more people are watching it. Yes. Um, 
but it kind of so after you know Siri calls nine one one, um, it transfers into the Netflix series Unfiction mm-hmm. that's telling about what happened to them, June and her right. mother. <laughs> like that felt very much like Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, which is coming out, coming back soon. Really, it's mm-hmm. been years. Yeah, the next season they've already got an uh, like a trailer. It doesn't show like anything in detail, but it's like shows clips from each show, like in like two seconds each show. Um, but I think later this summer or the fall. Okay. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. And really, I don't think I've seen every single one of them. I have not. <laughs> but um, they have some. I don't. I don't want to go back either. But... <laughs> They have some pretty interesting ones, but I thought it was really funny. So the 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 part that we pick up on with the unfiction series is what had happened in real life. Like we got a continuation of what happened, you know, with the police coming in. Um, and I thought it was really funny the girl that they got that played as her, okay. <laughs> just the look on her face. You know, I guess it was supposed to be her look alike. Yeah. Um. But you know, it's kind of like how the movie started, where they're watching unfiction, or at least June was watching unfiction, and she was talking to her mother. Um, Neil Long, she's alive. She survived the gunshot wound, and um, you know, uh, June is now more thankful for her mother. After right, this. she actually answers the phone when she calls. Says I love you. Yeah, instead of a thumbs up. <laughs> right, right. I love you. Like. <laughs> okay. Didn't even hug the message. Okay. <laughs> Disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, she was right. Uh, her mother was right. It was like, you have no idea everything that I've done for you. And sh- she's just hey. like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Do you want to say, do you know who your daddy is? No, he's my hero. Because <laughs> that's what that's she looked at him hurt as. Too. That's gotta hurt. Yeah, that's I mean, your hero. If you only knew. Hmm. Yeah, this dude abused me. He tried to kill me. But um, everything for you. Yeah, but she saw it firsthand, and now I guess he probably means nothing to her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think this is one of the ones that you have to see it to believe it to really get the full weight of it. Um, because yes. I, in the first viewing, I mean, it really gets you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the surprises, and it. I feel like every fifteen minutes or so, I liked it more and more. Like I didn't think I was gonna like it. Yeah, I think initially I didn't think I was going to like it within like maybe the first 10 minutes because it's just her um, messaging on her computer. Right. It wasn't until we got to the missing part where it got interesting. But, um, and I was, I thought maybe the, um, the cell phone aesthetic was going to go away at some point, but I'm glad it never did actually. 
after watching it. Yeah, it's a really interesting take. Um, it's a good way to integrate technology into the film. Um, pretty much being the whole the whole film. I mean, it's just like Kimmy. Um, except I think this is definitely better than Kimmy. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, using that technology to kind of figure out how to find this missing person. Right. I don't know if I want to see another movie film like this. <laughs> one is enough, but... Yeah, we don't need a trend. Um, but if they just keep making up ways to use technology, I mean, I'm down for that. For sure. Um, but let's go ahead and give this one a rating. So the lowest rating is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film Missing? I would rate Missing as a mid-level banger. I think it's going to keep on your toes. Um, it's a new format of film. Everything is very intentional. Um, yeah, and it was great. I will say, for it feels like to me, and maybe I just haven't watched enough of her movies, but I feel like Mia Long is always a side character in her movies. <laughs> like, she was the main character kind of in this, but I feel like she's never in the movies that much. Yeah, um, she definitely was not in this film a whole bunch. She was a topic of conversation, but right. not exactly on screen a whole bunch. Uh, there's that Fatal Affair film on Netflix. <laughs> she was the main hmm. character. Uh, but that movie wasn't great. Um, she was in You People. Yeah, but she was. She, I guess she was in that one. But I feel like she was in You People as much as she was in this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that is true. I mean, I guess she is a side character a lot. Yeah. But she's like a very famous side character. <laughs> well, she she did a lot of work in the early years. As a main character, though? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, she was in Will Smith, side character. <laughs> in Mama's House, side character. I mean, she she's always been the one for eye candy, so. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like she hasn't had her big dramatic break. I don't know. Yeah, I'm 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 really not sure about that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um for me this one is a low banger. Um I think it's really good. It'll keep you on the edge of your seat. Um an interesting take on using technology to track people. Um mm -hmm. made me wonder how I wouldn't say how I could use it, but how I'm being tracked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but um, I'd like to see if that those things could actually work. I mean, I think most of them, most of them can. The way that it was brought up, it's crazy. So just logging into somebody's Gmail and then looking up locations, mm -hmm. and you can see their past location. 
you on settings or? Uh, well, I mean, well, on your phone, I mean, I mean, if you have an Apple device, if you go to settings and privacy, location data, you can look and see every every ping that you've been at for a while, for for you can go back very far. Um, I'm not a smear of how Google tracks it, but I know it's different. I'm sure if you have an Android, if you have an Apple device and just some Google apps, but you're that's what people are like. I'm not downloading this. I'm not doing that because the government. I don't want to be tracked. If people wanted to find you, they can do that very easily. <laughs> and yes, it sometimes it's like, oh, that's kind of scary. But there's so many positive things. Like, for example, I love the fact that my phone lets me know when I should leave for work. What's the weather going to be when I'm there? It just knows I'm going to be there because it's tracking me every day. And it's giving me helpful suggestions. And I like that. <laughs> Traffic is heavy. Nice to know. Yeah, it is. Um, I know mine just... I guess if I've gone there enough at a certain time of the day, it's like this location has work. This mm-hmm. location is home. Hop so. in the car, plug your phone in. This is how long it takes to get home. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one was a- your, your own camera somewhere almost all the time. Yeah, whether I, you're in a store or, or your own devices. Yeah, that's the the world we live in. I mean, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of cameras, thirteen cameras. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that movie? No, wait. It's on Netflix. Just look it up real quick. <laughs> thirteen. Oh, did I watch that movie? Maybe. But I think I, I told you about I... it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really weird movie. But I find it funny. Just because of the the way the man acts. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. Um that's the way the world is, surrounded by technology. And this AI is getting out of control. Yeah, but it has been here and around us for a very long time. We've benefited from it and not even realizing it. But I meant like, you know, the thing called chat G- GPT, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We talked about it a lot at work <laughs> and used it. You said you used it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I used it one time. <laughs> I mean, I've I've used it for I've used it for serious things and unserious things. I needed a recipe for something. I forgot what it was. Buttercream icing. And it gave me a great recipe. Awesome. Because you know what? I Googled the recipe and I found it and it was like 30 pages of the life story. That's not what I was there for. So um I went and asked Chat GPT. What's recipe buttercream icing? Perfect. It was a great recipe. Yeah, I mean, it cuts down on the uh, research time. 
The only thing is, of course, you know, even in that example, there could be other versions or other better ways to make buttercream icing that I was not aware of because I trusted this one answer. And I think that's kind of really the biggest thing with this AI stuff. You can use it, but because you're limiting yourself to this one response, you're missing tons of different viewpoints, ideas, sources. Um, so it shouldn't be the go-to for most things at first. But um, artificial intelligence exists in so many other things that we already use and people just don't realize. Um, like, I mean, with Microsoft and uh, Grammar Check and design ideas on PowerPoint, all that stuff is technically artificial intelligence we've been using for years. Yeah, but this one is just like, I guess, in your face and advanced. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's definitely more popular to talk about. Um, but when you get down to it and for certain things and trying to use it, it really just doesn't make sense. And just doing it yourself is quicker and more accurate. But there are tons of ways that it can make things shorter, just like a calculator makes adding math shorter. Um, there are tons of examples of using chat GPT or other artificial intelligence to help you uh, make things shorter. And even there's even ways that professors and teachers can use it in their classroom to advance learning. I don't think it's something that you should be like getting it from schools. You could actually use it. Yeah, but they're saying that it's, you know, getting on that dangerous side. If you don't, if you don't check those sources, right? So, I mean, like, for example, if you ask it a, a, an opinion-related question and you take that opinion as fact and then you go off and do terrible things because of it, that's pretty bad. Um, or if you have it set up to whatever software you're using and uh, it's actually making decisions in the real world or, um, I don't know, moving things or deciding things, it could, it could be bad. Fascinating people. Yeah, the, the deep fakes and stuff like that, it's more funny than anything. But um, but yeah, it can, it's really hard sometimes to figure out if it was you or not. But even that, there are some people saying that they think that's still good too because maybe um, maybe one day instead of sending emails, you'll send a digital avatar of yourself in conversation. <laughs> because, I mean, you could argue, yes, the, the impersonations are bad if you don't know it's you. But you also don't know if I type that email either. It could be spam. Look at that. Yeah. Either way, we're doomed. <laughs> well, we're a long way from um, Sonny and I robot, so we'll be all right for a while. Hopefully. Um, but any other thoughts about uh, missing? No, I thought it was a great movie. Do I think that's realistic? No. I think mom is dead. We don't find out. Um, she's not able to get help in Columbia for $8 an hour. But it makes for a great story. And um, it was really cool how they filmed it and showed us a little bit of how in our world we're on camera so much already we didn't even realize. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that's one of the major points from this is all of us being on camera, we look into it every single day right. and it may be recording, sending back it to um, Apple studios or 
headquarters or <laughs> right. Android headquarters or whatever you have. <laughs> um, right. There's there's uh, our digital fingerprint lives on servers. And what I think is perhaps the most scary part is just it'll outlive us all. <laughs> our internet, Our internet history will outlive us. Our location data will be here forever. And there are people now talking about maybe in their wills, they should write what happens to their digital personalities. It's well, crazy. Uh, yeah. It's a different crazy world. Crazy and scary. If you, because Apple's about to release an update and it's supposed to be for accessibility reasons, but essentially it'll be able to under, you do a couple of recordings of your voice and it will be able to read text messages in your voice to other people. What happens when you die? Do they still get to use your voice or text messages? Is it your voice or is it Apple's voice now? Who owns it? I'm speechless. I don't know. <laughs> These are the questions. These are the things. Yeah, lawsuits. All the lawsuits. They need to start coming so we can get some legislation to figure <laughs> out what happens with all of this. Also, in missing, last point about the movie, is any of this permissible in court? I mean, he's dead, so I guess, yeah, I need to go to jail. But all this recording, all these videos and stuff that she found, I don't think any of it she can actually use because it wasn't legally obtained. I think the FBI agent said that at one point, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, but I think the text message that was sent to her by Kevin with all the pictures of who we thought was her mother, they could use that. True. That was, that was yeah, permission. But Kevin also did. No one goes to jail. Well, maybe they can see how far the rabbit hole goes. Sure. If there's somebody else back there pulling the strings, because would they be a sequel? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's good where it left off. We don't need another one. <laughs> yeah. But the father was kind of dumb once we actually met him. Oh my gosh, this is terrible for though. <laughs> like you the bad one who's gone. <laughs> you think he's a mastermind, but not so much. But um, I think that does it for us at Bain and Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening. <laughs>